Hi everyone, my name is Virginia Duan, also known as Mandarin Mama. I host the Nuna Army podcast where we discuss the particular challenges and aspects of being a middle-aged BTS fan. Today, I'm going to be talking about on the uh, title track from BTS's new album, Map of the Soul 7. And uh, I, I was going to talk about the whole album, but I haven't really had a chance to absorb all the lyrics and the meanings of it or read other people's stuff. <laughs> but um, hopefully over the next week, I can sink in more and then I can um, record an episode about. Actually, what I might do also is just um, do it song by song uh, or a few songs at a time because I feel like some of them mean a lot more to me. But if you want to know my immediate reactions, um, you can check out my YouTube channel and see all my, um, I think I have four parts, my uh, reaction to Mot7 and it's, um, if you're interested, <laughs> the reactions are there. Uh, so on the title track is amazing. It is, um, I feel like it talks about kind of the struggles they went through, but from a more triumphant point of view, uh, I guess in the press releases, and in some interviews, Jungkook said that he wanted to flip around no and turn into on and bring the pain on. And um, so no was one of their, I think their third, third, their second title track maybe, or their third. Um, and it was, I think their, anyway, but it was released in 2013 and it was one of the first videos that drew me in because it was so epic sweeping and it was totally criticizing society and like parents and trying to force kids into these boxes of having to study all the time and go to these schools and there's just a very rigid expectation of what their life should look like um you know you, you study you go to school you get a good job and then and then you can chase your dreams and i feel like that song particularly resonated with me not only because i was once an Asian kid. <laughs> Granted, not in Korea, so in America it was slightly probably less competitive, but um, but yeah, it was just really hard. Well, no, actually, I don't recall it being hard in high school. Like, I was a, I was a kind of a nerdy kid. I was really good at school, um, but I just never tried. And I knew that once I just, I thought I was going to be a doctor or a genetic engineer, and I had signed up for my major at 15 years old when I was applying uh, 15, 16, 16, um, years old when I was applying for colleges. And then, you know, I never changed my major once I got to UCLA at 17. And in retrospect, it's so stupid, right? Like why, why did I stay in a major that I didn't care about, that I hated actually, that, that made me barf because I was a microbiome major and I had to look into microscopes, but looking into microscopes and changing depths of field always makes me queasy. So I wouldn't, I would have, never really look at things so I actually don't know what cells look like <laughs> or viruses or like I know what they look like flat but not like 3d anyway this is this is off the point entirely but like I, I totally I totally got me in the sense of that you know they were trying to do what society expected of them um, and they were rebelling against that and I understood that as a as once a, per, a person who was once young right um, but it also applied to me in the sense of as an adult I felt all these expectations on me and um and I did I hated it and I didn't know what to do with myself I, I you know I used to work as a 
marketer marketing person and then I went to finance and I hated finance and again same thing with the major I just stayed I stayed for a decade uh, and then it wasn't until like I had kids that and then I felt constricted by being a stay-at-home mom and it was just ugh, awful and and then I rebelled <laughs> um, slowly but surely and so I also understood it from like a parenting perspective like of course I want my kids to go to a good school and be and get a good job because we want financial stability for our children but ultimately I want my kids to be happy and if if they're pursuing something that they're passionate about if I can give them a soft space to land then maybe they can also pursue their big dreams or or even if they don't have dreams yet that's okay um, so with on it's supposed to be looking back at all of this and it's the flip of no um, at least that's what I understood the press release to say and um, on talks a lot about like hey I don't know what all these people are talking about uh, why all these people um, what does it say the bigger they get the the more their shadows are and how it's it, you know they're not unafraid but they keep going and then all the pain all the the things that people have said to them in the past and all the things that people are saying to them now or in the future all their fears all their shadows I feel like it's super integrated because they're like you know what come what may um, it reminds me of the Chinese phrase "wulun ruhe," like, um, or like uh, in Lord of the Rings, and also Sarah Maz's, um I forget what the series is called, but like to whatever end, right? Like they're like saying, "Bring it, bring it on, bring on the pain, bring on the suffering, bring on the joy too," right? It's okay if we bleed. Um, they have already bled. They've already had blood, sweat, and tears to get to this point, and they're they're okay with more of it. They're okay with what happen to get them to the point that they're at they're okay with where they're at and they're even though they might be afraid they're okay with what's going on into the future and so I find on to be like a really like like a grown-up version of not today right like uh, a lot of people have said that the video seems anthemic and the dancing and it's very thundering just like uh, not today and fire and it's just I find it very inspiring it, it it's very encouraging because it's like Yes, that's kind of how I feel now, like, um, for a lot of things, but, I mean, of course there's costs, and there's times where you feel just, like, really, oh, just, like, really weighed down, like, I, I have anxiety, it's pretty mild, but then sometimes it just rears its up ugly head, and then, you know, but it's, is it worth it to push through that anxiety and my fears so that I can get to what I want, to my dreams, um, and that even though I'm 41, that it's not too late to pursue these dreams that um, yeah that it's not too late for me and that everything I've suffered up until this point has had a meaning and a purpose and that I can learn from it and then and that fine bring the pain on because I have gone through hard things and so have you right we can do hard things and we we will survive and we will thrive despite all odds and so that's what I kind of find the message of on and then on top of that just musically it's very rousing right like it starts off with the claps and the choir the gospel choir and then the drum line and it's all just very I actually particularly like that it, they use a gospel choir um, but what I really liked from the on commentary film the dialogue film was just how inclusive they were in BTS was in including like a black gospel choir um, the drumline from like marching band which has military history which is again like the marching bands in military 
from what I recall, was to boost morale, right? To give people like a sense of purpose, drum up literally and figuratively support and excitement and just goodwill uh, towards the military. And so that's what the marching band is. I used to be in the marching band. <laughs> Not, I was in the color guard. Um, and so it was, and I went to UCLA. So it was very exciting to me to see the UCLA marching band. I knew people who were in the UCLA marching band. I had friends in it and I was just super proud that UCLA was in it. And then just the black gospel choir, like gospel music at its core is very hopeful, right? It was, it was also to lament uh, slavery and, and just be a way for enslaved black people to cry out to God and also to praise God so that even in their hardships, even in the incredible abuse that they, they were suffering, they could still find joy. And that is not to justify slavery in any way, um, but it impresses me that, that people, that humans are so tenacious that we can find beauty and pain. And that's kind of like the whole concept of the Korean concept of Han, uh, which in Chinese is Hen. And it's, it's like, I'm gonna butcher the explanation, but it's like a deep suffering and pain, but, and hate almost and contempt, but then like it, it's also beautiful in that sense. Um, totally butchering the, con the concept of it, but yeah. And so I feel like that's what this song on is like, right? It, I'm, I'm kind of rambling all over the place, but there's just so much to unpack. Like just not only in the sense of the music, but with the gospel choir and um, and then the drum line and everything in it, and then the like the driving like not 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 it's uh, I think someone in the comments for my reaction video had mentioned that sounds like living on a prayer and living on a yes and it's totally like Bon Jovi's living on a prayer like that rousing I, th I think it's a guitar um, and um, electric guitar right and then and it's just again living on a prayer is also like an anthem right it's I think it's like the most karaoke song that everyone can do. Um, and, it, and it talks about people in hard times and like living on a prayer and pushing through and, you know, figuring things out and just continuing, right? And so on, it's like, bring the pain on, but then you continue on. Uh, and, and it's like, almost like come what may, what to whatever end, it's just very powerful. And I, the more I think about it, the more I dig it, right? Like, and I just love that big hit and BTS have spotlighted the people, the studio that was with them through American Hustle Life, you know, that they're crediting people, that they bring to light the gospel choir. Um, again, people of color, uh, the marching band is very diverse, people of color, black folks, Asian folks, white folks, everybody. Um, and, and just even the fact that the choreography was through the lab, which is like an 18 or 19 year old Filipina American and they I think they were on America's the world's greatest dance I forget the one with J-Lo um, and uh, Neo and Christopher Hoff I forget his name my kids love that show and we saw them on that show too world of dance I can't remember um, it's just amazing and they're just the background dancers just to see women of all shapes and sizes men of all shapes and sizes colors everybody just like um, supporting bts in the background not like figuratively and literally right and there some people have theorized that they're supposed to represent army 
and again like the military styling um the clothing is very mad max which is like this dystopia of the future the near future where there's no water and like there's just rampant craziness um, and just violence and yet they still persist right like everything is just about persisting and clinging on grabbing on and then continuing on and i just find it so rousing and inspiring and then just even the vocals there's like a slight edge and it's very like jimin's voice always has that like slight edge to it like it's sweet but also got that uh, like I, I can't explain it right um but it's it's great and then the their dancing is just so powerful and very strong and just like yes bring on the pain and a lot of the moves actually look very painful um yeah it's just i think it all just works together and i think that's just what i love about art um i'm not a big like painting type art person or, but I love art and like music and writing and dance and I uh, and I just love how visually the music video like encapsulates what the song is about also and then it doesn't hurt that it's like super sexy but you know there is something really sexy about tenaciousness right there's something really sexy about I, I call myself a swagger sexual like anyone regardless of gender or like sex identification or like if they've got that swag they, they just that got that big like big dick energy big clit energy whatever it is like they're just confident but not an asshole about it like well well I am also attracted to assholes in general but um only to break them Except it's like so delusional because I could never break someone. I would be broken because I, I just oversell my like toughness. Anyway, again, digression. But yeah, just, I forgot what I was saying. Swagger sexual. And just everything about, about this video, about the way they like attack the lyrics and the chorus and the hooks and the dancing and everything is just like, ah yeah we can it's like a fight song like this is a song you play at the beginning of the game during a game like like it's just it's so good um and i love that in the album it comes on after uh louder than bombs um and it's be, it bridges louder than bombs and uh and because louder than bombs and uh are my two favorite tracks on the album and uh yeah if you watch the reaction video you can watch me like implode on screen <laughs> like i did i think i actually tweeted that if i could sleep with a song if i could have sex with a song it would be uh uh and then followed quickly by louder than bombs um and so again too too, too much information but I, this is the nuna army podcast right like we're all of age we're all old enough to like listen to this crap um but like it's just it, there's just something the reason why I emphasize like the sexual swag of it isn't because I'm like a thirsty, thirsty hoe. Um, and you know what? I am, but, and there's nothing wrong with it because people should be paid for their hard work. Uh, but because that's, that's, that's the, the drive of humans, right? Like we persist because there's this evolutionary drive to reproduce, to 
perpetuate the species, right? And hence we have that drive. And so, of course, a song about persisting and bring on the pain, bring on the whatever to like, so that they can pursue their dreams, so that they just don't give a fuck about anything else and they just go for what they want. Of course, that screams sexual fitness. That, that screams evolutionary fitness. That screams like you are a good mate because whatever happens, we will survive long enough for us to mate and have children and raise these children so that the species can continue on. So there's science behind it, friends. Science. Science backs up why on is so incredibly attractive, this whole music video. <laughs> I, look, I don't make the rules. That's what science says. Um, but yeah, it's just, I love, love the song. And the more I think about it, the more I talk about it, the more I read about the lyrics, the more I read their interviews, the more I love it. And I loved it at the very beginning too. So it's just, it's just so great. I feel like it says a lot about BTS and Big Hit and their inclusiveness with how inclusive they were with the whole process. Like they don't have to credit the choir. I mean, they would have to credit in the like the notes, right? Or like on the song and they would get paid for it. They didn't have to credit the UCLA marching band. And again, yes, they, could, they just have the liner notes, right? Like blah, 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 so-and-so did this, blah, 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 so-and-so did this. But they chose to have a, like a like a document an 18 minute video documenting the process of the studio that helped them out when they were worked with them during American Hustle Life which was a really I think it was during the Dark and Wild album one of my favorites and like, you know it was a really hard time for them and they were struggling and um, or the fact that they choose to work with people that they worked with in the past and that they choose to work with a gospel choir they choose and to highlight them right to not only list their names but to show their faces to highlight a marching man i mean they're just college students right like what's the big deal or to use the lab you know and i think they also used the lab for part of the tour for speak yourself i think or a lot of the backup dancers came from there and then and um, they choreographed i forget what song um dionysus right and so they use them again for and then they featured them right and they're in the, and and the, the opening shot other than like the grid formation is of i forgot her name um that's my bad but i'm trying to get her for an interview for mochi magazine but um but to get her to to have the choreographer 18 19 year old filipino woman you know and she's she's like and that smirk that her eyebrow lift at the very opening oh she's like fucking amazing and it's just every it's so it's so amazing and the fact that i was actually going to talk about this some at some later point but just how expansive bts is that they're so secure in their position as artists as um like thought and leader thought leaders um by thought leaders i don't mean like they have like new thoughts but the fact that they they carry their millions of fandoms of fans into these thoughts right like they're not they're not saying anything new, right? Um, but they're interpreting it in a new way and they're bringing more people to it in, in this way. And uh, yeah, they didn't invent psychology. They didn't invent Carl Jung, <laughs> right? Like, they didn't invent like alternate universes or time travel, right? But it opens up so many people that uh, who otherwise would not be interested in these like types of things. 
but because of BTS, they are like they're they're willing to like take a step forward into it, and that's just what I love about BTS, just how expansive they are, um, and inclusive and diverse, and that they learn from their mistakes. Um, because of course no one's perfect, right? And we don't ask people to be perfect. We ask people to be, uh, to learn from the mistakes that they make and to apologize and to move forward, right? And um, yeah, so I love the song On. And the lyrics are really powerful. I feel like RM's verse, like, look at my feet, uh, look down, the shadow resembles me. And he doesn't know if it's the shadow trembling or he's trembling. And I just, I find that when I, as I'm in the process of chasing my dreams of being a writer, I want to be famous, I want to do like all these things, it feels, it feels very fragile and scary and exciting and I feel very naked. Um, and so I can only imagine how naked they feel um, in the spotlight with the whole world watching. Um, and. Uh, but it, I find it so inspiring because think of all the people that songs like this move, whether you're young or old, and then all the people that who are moved and what we choose to move forward and do, and then all the lives that we touch. And yes, I want I, big picture. I want to I want to make women feel seen, heard, and known. But ultimately, I want my children to know to watch and say, oh, like they won't know, they don't, I don't think they'll process it now because they're a little bit too young. Um, but when they're in their 20s or 30s or 40s or when they have their own children, when they get married, assuming they do these things, um, they don't have to. Uh, and when they feel like they're being squashed into boxes, um, that they can be brave and say, and remember, oh, my mom, my mom tried new things, even when she was old as fuck. <laughs> and I'm not, really, 40 is not that, 41 is not that old, right? Um, but when you're like eight, it seems really old. Um, yeah, I, just, I want my kids to know that, that there's, there's so many things that you can do and that, that they can... Look, I don't expect my children to love BTS forever, but I hope that it will be like what Barbara Streisand and the Carpenters are to me uh, because I heard my parents play it all the time. So I hope BTS will be kind of like that for them, like fond memories of their parents. Well, just me, since my husband's is like, whatever. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just that they look back fondly on these things and gain courage from it. Um, so, I realized this podcast kind of went all over the place. Um, and that's what kind of happens with this podcast. But then also because On is so new, right? It's it's still new. I've only had like a day and a half? A day and a, no, to, is today Sunday? Today's Sunday. Well, for you it's Monday. But I've only had like, what, two days to process it. And I just can't wait to see it in concert i can't wait to see it live i can't wait to see it on like jimmy fallon and then i think they're releasing a an official official mv for it and i can't wait for that so thanks for listening i know it's all over the place um, but hopefully 
it was either amusing or gave you some food for thought or just, you know, killed 20 something minutes of your day <laughs> and made your commute less bad or something. So please like and subscribe, hit the notification button if you're watching on YouTube or please subscribe and leave a review on a podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I'll see you next time. Bye.